Hi, I'm Jimmy Navio. We are here for another episode of Hit the Bucket. Thank you all for being here. Welcome, guests of our guests. If you're here from Angels Community, uh, please enjoy the show. Before I bring everybody on, I do like to just mention a couple of things. If you're listening to this podcast on YouTube or anywhere else on the internet, we do this show live on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Jimmy Navio. So you should come participate when we do it live. It's a lot of fun. Also, just a reminder, we do have a YouTube channel. Uh, you can click on the link in the description to uh, go subscribe. It helps out a lot. We're, we're trying to get those YouTube numbers up. Uh, and uh, other than that, if you want to get a hold of us for any reason whatsoever, you can find us at hitthebucketpodcast at gmail.com. If you, uh, you know, want to be a guest, if you got a topic idea, if you want to... Uh, Send us some hate mail, whatever whatever the case may be, that's the place to do it. Hit the bucket podcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you're here expecting a normal stream, I'm sorry, but we moved the podcast to Tuesday. So tonight is podcast night, and we have a guest with us, a very special guest, a partnered Twitch streamer who has many stories to tell us, and she goes by the name of Naked Angle. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's Naked Angel. She's going to be mad at me for saying that. Uh, don't call her Naked. Don't call her Angle. Her name is Naked Angel. So without further ado, let's go ahead and switch over and let's bring them on. Hello. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Naked Angle. Yep, that's me. I know. Hello. Hi. So. Hi. So I was saying before the podcast started, you're our first guest officially uh, that does not use a camera when they create content. So it was bound to happen eventually because there are quite a few streamers and content creators who do not use a camera, but you're our first. Yay. So you you have officially popped our no cam cherry. Glad to be able to pop the cherry. (laughs) (laughs) James, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Jimmy. How are you? Dude, your mic sounds like butter. Is that, Thank you. That new microphone? Yes. Damn. It's worth every penny I spent on it. James going to start doing ASMR streams now. Hey. <laughs> that voice. Well, hey, I, uh, I'm glad you guys are here. And uh, for those who don't know, Naked Angel, she's a Twitch streamer. She's been streaming for, you said, four years now? Five. Five. Mm, yeah. Quite the feat. Wow. Yeah. So how, how long has Twitch been around? Uh, I I don't know, six years, I yeah. guess? Yeah. Before they were... I think so. Yeah, before they were Justin, Justin TV. Right. Were you around during the Justin TV days or... No, right after that I was. I had a Justin TV account. I didn't stream, but I, I did dabble with some of that stuff back then. But man, five years, that's insanity. Um, uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Crisis averted. I think I almost closed OBS on accident just now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're good. Professionals. <laughs> Professional streamer. This is what we do here. Um, and what, uh, what was it that got you into Twitch? What, what interested you? I was like um, to hear how it started. Well, an ex-boyfriend had shown me a link to Twitch, which I had never heard of before, where a guy was screaming his ass off playing Amnesia. 
And nice. I thought that was hilarious. So then I started following different people and I found a community and people asked me, hey, do you stream? I'm like, no, I, I don't even know how to stream. And then someone was like, hey, it could teach you and you could just, you know, show us your games. I'm like, cool. So it started out as a friend thing and as a casual thing. And then it just kind of kept growing. So for the first two and a half years, I did it around my job casually when I had time. And then I took it full time about two and a half years ago. Hmm. Very cool. And uh, before that, you had some interesting jobs. I have had interesting jobs, yes. And specifically, uh, we're well, talking. Now, before, before that one even, uh, you mentioned a couple things. Uh, let me pull that. I should have had it up. I've been switching between screens here. But before the juicy one, you, you did mention one or two other ones. Yeah, I worked for a county government for a building department and then for criminal justice, where I started uh, as administrative type work, and then I moved up to a community service officer. Then I got pregnant, and I decided to go home and stay at home with the baby. And after a while, uh, me and my ex-husband now decided I needed to make some money because we couldn't rely on one income so that's when i got the juicy job the juicy Ooh. job and juicy, what huh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh um, what uh what was that phone sex operator yeah when i when you sent me the description and i read that i was like okay this is a first for me because <laughs> i've always like you know i know that it's obviously something that people do you have a skill people want it i have zero qualms about it but like it does raise a lot of questions in my mind about experiences i'm sure you've had so if uh if we can i'd like to kind of get into that a little bit so you started doing that when you were pregnant no after i'd had the baby oh okay whenever he would come home uh he would take care of the baby and then late at night i would end up doing the calls you know late night Mm -hmm. making some money which is pretty good money you know Uh, i'd imagine yeah they Mm -hmm. they usually pay two dollars a minute for their calls with a 10 minute minimum and i would make like half that at the time so um i wasn't prepared when i started because i was started in a no limits which is not you know the typical vanilla type thing. So I got a lot of very weird calls where I didn't understand what they were asking me. Like, you want me to what? (laughs) What's that? I mean, I can imagine what no limits means. It probably mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of. You can imagine there. it. It can happen. <laughs> and I, I thought I had a healthy imagination, but no, I got surprised a number of times. But uh, a lot of it is just people think it's sexy, and they're like, "Oh, you probably sat on the phone getting, you know, excited all the time." Not really. It's not like that. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> it's work. It's mm-hmm. work. Yes, and you don't know these people, so. You're talking to stranger number 14 today, and he wants, you know, his toes sucked. <laughs> like, and like there's most, nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, I, I no kink shaming. I'm an open person, but I'm not into toe sucking specifically, but I can pretend to be for $2 a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, there was a lot of things that uh, they would call it, but mostly it was the ones that would make me laugh. Um, which I obviously couldn't laugh unless they wanted me to laugh. So some of the mm-hmm. stories where the guys would call in and they would make these incredible, loud, giant monster sounds, you know, once they'd finished. Done their, done their deed. Oh, okay. I see. Big, 
belly yelling just <laughs> unbelievable like, I mean, <laughs> like, like you okay there bud <laughs> oh yeah i'm just <laughs> and you had you you had to not laugh you had to uh, i had to not laugh in but character the, the one that got me the most was a guy and it was a normal I don't, I don't even remember what it was about because it was normal. But at the end of it, he goes, ah, like straight up Santa Claus, Santa Claus. And I'm real quiet hitting the mute button because I'm trying real hard not to snicker. And I'm like, you okay? And he's like, oh, darling, I forgot to tell you. There's two things I like to do when I'm coming and it's laughing and coming at the same time. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thanks, Santa. <laughs> it sounds like he probably has a good life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he was Santa Claus. So, so um, I wanted to, uh, my Alexa just went off for some reason. That was really <laughs> weird. <laughs> Alexa, call sex hotline. <laughs> no, don't do that. How dare you? Um, so when when you say phone, was it actually phone or was it like, because uh, I know there's like internet services now that kind of do the same thing, but. Just phone. Straight up um, phone. I would pretend to be like, I'd have a website, several websites we had because um, I worked for a couple of different companies and they would have the character and their bio and they would pick the person they wanted and I was what you got. Only I could do different voices. So that, uh, that you brought up a really good point. That's actually someone I, something I was going to ask you um, when you're doing that type of thing. I imagine that'd be a useful skill set to have, right? If you can do multiple voices, if you can like play different characters and stuff. So that- basically, yeah, because you're mm-hmm. opening up the uh, market for what what people are shopping for. So if they're looking for a young teen sounding kind of girl, then that's great. However, if they want to milf, you're going to have to go a little bit, you know, deeper <laughs> in your voice. So, yeah, if you can accommodate different voices and different ages and stuff, then that does help. So. Did you, in that process, obviously, like, you're spending a lot of time playing characters and things like that. Like, did it affect your day-to-day? Like, I, I notice when I'm around certain people too much or, like, whatever. Or, like, my voice, I'm, even my laugh changes. Like, did you did you, did you ever find yourself losing yourself and, like, using the wrong voice in public or, like... <laughs> No, because I've always done this, even before phone sex. Like, I always play it around with my voice because I like doing voice stuff and I've done acting and stuff. So if it comes out, it comes out just because that's who I am and part of what I do. So, no. Okay. What was the weirdest uh, voice request? Like, they were just like, can you be Yoda choking? Like, was... (laughs) (laughs) you know one time i got very excited because i was playing world of warcraft i had never had anyone ask me a geeky question i'm like oh my gosh please finally somebody be geeky with me and he's like you know world of warcraft i'm like yes i do do you know the tours like oh my god this guy actually knows something are we gonna talk about something cool nope (laughs) he wanted me to move oh no (laughs) (laughs) Can he wanted me to be at, I'm not mooing. You're not paying me two hours a minute for this. So, <laughs> um, uh, he wanted me to be a Torin named Bessie that mooed nice. for 10 minutes. And I, I mooed. And yeah. You mooed your yeah. ass off. I did. Just Frost in chat says the Torin are pretty sexy. 
<laughs> Apparently, big, he thought so. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to uh, explain all of that. Yeah. So it, it was interesting. And I was so excited because I'm like, yes, a nerdy thing. I'm so excited. No. Why? <laughs> it went right down the wrong rabbit hole. <laughs> it did. And I was so excited. But nope. So your uh, your then husband, while you were doing this, he was he was totally on board with it. Was there ever a point where he like overheard it and got jealous or anything like that? No, he never got jealous because I was not getting turned on by this kind of stuff. Um, he you didn't, however. <laughs> you don't move for me, damn it! <laughs> he never moved for me. Um, he, however, didn't want to hear it. Uh, mm-hmm. Specifically, didn't want to see it because while I never showed them me, they always wanted to show me them whether uh, it was pictures of them or video of them so I, I know one time he walked in there and he saw the video and he just starts turned right back around because it was it was fairly shocking what the guy was doing in the video he's like nope nope never mind can you put something <laughs> on the door next time <laughs> so that I know when you're doing a call but uh yeah he never got jealous because it's it's really not like that. People assume, oh, wow, I was just sitting there being all excited all the time. Really not the case. Right. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned uh, also before the stream that at one point you had a pretty dedicated uh, a stalker. Was that during the uh, the phone sex times or was that later? Was that like when you had moved on to Twitch and stuff? Oh, no, that was through Twitch. Yeah, I oh. gained that stalker through Twitch. <laughs> Understandable. I've heard yeah. similar experiences from other female streamers. Yeah, uh, someone who I didn't realize uh, really, really liked me. And, and they did message me at one point and tell me that they had to leave Twitch because they'd fallen in love with me and they knew that that was unhealthy for them. They hoped I had a good life. And then they continued to stalk me for the past for the next three years. Um, they come around every great once in a while. Uh with different messages and stuff, but they would send me pictures of like, you know, public record stuff. So it got pretty, pretty intense. Yeah. That's, that's not good. Did they ever Mm -hmm. try and like show up where you lived or anything like that? He's in France. So it's not really, it's not a local stalker situation, (laughs) but that's why I keep certain things to myself. Like, you know, my full name and what have you, just because, you know, I do have a daughter (laughs) and I'd like to keep her away from people being weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You never know what kind of information people can dig up from like the smallest thing. And they can. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. They can. Yeah, I try. I try pretty diligently to remain as anonymous as possible, even when I show my face on the internet. You know, like there's there's some steps you can take, but if someone really really wants to know, I'm sure they you know they can, yeah. they can probably figure it out. Uh-uh. Uh, a guest we had on a, a while back, David Bond. He uh, he's gone to very great lengths, even as far as changing his legal name to make sure that. Uh, people don't discover his real identity oh wow it's yeah i mean it's crazy the internet's a pretty uh <laughs> all you gotta do is spend a little time on like a one of the deep corners of 4chan to realize that there's some weird ass people out there yeah people and people become exactly and they become very you know obsessed over certain people when the reality is we don't a lot of times you just really don't know a person. So, right. but sometimes mm-hmm. they develop kind of an, un, just way too close obsession about a person. So yeah, you do have to be careful the amount of information you put out there. 
Yeah, man. James trusted me when I picked him up at the airport <laughs> in San Jose oh, for TwitchCon. I could have uh, just thrown him in a trunk and never been yeah. heard of again. You know? <laughs> That's exactly what my mom was thinking when I told about that. She was like, because I, I, I don't tell my mom when I'm doing stuff. I'm a young man. She cares about my, my health and well-being. So mm. when she found out I was in San Jose, because it was during my, I, I was in, yeah, it was during my semester. So I was in Vermont, you know, on the other, on the other side of the country. She was like, what, you're in San Jose. How did you get there? And I was like, well, a plane, obviously. She was like, but like, for what? Like, what did you do? What did you see? And I was like, well, I was here for TwitchCon. I hung out with so-and-so people. And she was like, and you knew them? And I was like, well, I knew them through Twitch. And you see like a look in her eye, like, people from the internet <laughs> pedophiles and I'm like, I'm like mom calm down my mom is like that every time I tell her something like this she's like oh my gosh please be careful and when I've met people she assumes every last one of them is a serial killer mm-hmm. oh yeah they are all of them all of them every person you meet from the internet is a serial killer mm-hmm. yeah so I mean I I've had a few people even in my time on Twitch that like, you know, would say my real name in chat, like just like it's kind of like a, hey, I know who you are type thing. And even that like throws me off. I'm like, oh, who is this person? <laughs> you know, it's just like it's very jarring when, you know, I can only imagine in your situation. Uh, yeah, it's we I, I'm, I'm familiar with uh, the unfair treatment between males and females On uh, on the internet, (laughs) you probably have a lot more to worry about than I do. Well, there's a lot more males on Twitch than there are females, and of course, Mm -hmm. males are males, and a lot of them, you know, on Twitch, they they like to try to reach out and find other people to connect with. Unfortunately, sometimes they don't have the social skills to know when too much is too much, and that is a problem. Right, but that's a I mean, problem. Some with of them just want to see your feet. Is that such a big deal? Oh, I've had I've had all kinds of requests for feet, boobs, you name it. <laughs> Sorry, one second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I found I don't know what it is about feet and Twitch because a lot of the, the girl <laughs> streamers that I talk to, they're like, yeah, that's that's usually the main one. People keep asking for feet pics. I think it's, it's just like, to mess with you. I don't know. Maybe it's true, but I think it's just mm-hmm. mess with you. Yeah. How much of it is a meme? How much you're actually looking for feet pics? I'm not sure. Yeah. Do you uh, do you have any experience with um, any other audio stuff besides obviously the jobs you've done? Mm, I mean, other than being in chorus in school not really yeah have you done any like voice acting because you said you do voices and and stuff have you... not professionally i mean i i have for for phone sex um but i've done it for um videos like uh, video games i will do different voices depending on you know what game i'm playing so i've done a lot of those yeah um now you mentioned also in your bio that uh you were an army brat I am growing yeah. up. Uh, do you? How, how many different places did you end up living? Uh, we lived in Panama, Central America, for four years. Uh, other than that, it was mostly uh, southern U.S. So it was 
Florida, Georgia, Alabama, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. Wow, that's crazy. I've lived in <laughs> California almost my entire life, except when I was a little baby. I lived in Idaho, but that's mm, about the it. Potato state. <laughs> Unless you ca- you count my two years in Brazil, but that was that wasn't really like living. That was kind of a different situation. Mm-hmm. Um. You were there to save souls, Jimmy. I was. <laughs> Naked Angel, uh, I just, I'll mention it. I my, my audience hears it all the time, but I was a Mormon missionary in Brazil for two years. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. How, how far I have fallen. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My community is called The Fallen, so you're welcome. All right. <laughs> I, knew, I knew there was a reason I felt welcome there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so being an army, Brad, do you, do you find that it was uh, different, like, as far as making friends and kind of, like, were you kind of an introvert? Did you, is that what you got oh, wow. really into media and games and stuff? Like, how did, how did that affect your kind of social upbringing? Um, I was actually really good at making friends, keeping them, though, with us uh, moving around. Not really the greatest, um, but I've always been... Uh, easy to get along with. Like I know a lot of people on Twitch have social anxiety and they struggle with all that. I I know a lot of my friends do, but it's just not something I have a problem with. Um, what was hard for me is being around so many different types of people in the military. There's every race, every religion, everything in the world. So coming back home once my parents had uh, or my dad had gotten out of the military to a small town country Uh, that wasn't quite as advanced as we uh were was very jarring and shocking for me because I didn't actually realize that stuff like that still went on. I thought that was back in the day. So because we moved around and we were always on, um, you know, we were on base. So I, that for me was very shocking, but I've always been, uh, I guess it may be more open-minded and easy to get along with all kinds of people. Yeah. You know, you make a good point. I, uh, I honestly kind of experienced the same thing a little bit, um, which is, okay, this is kind of, now that you mentioned it, I started thinking about it. I grew up in California pretty much my entire life. Um, I would go and visit my uncles and and aunts and and family in Idaho every once in a while. But for the most part, I was raised in California in like Los Angeles, Valencia, like fairly diverse places. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I never realized that that like as a kid I didn't realize that stuff still went on and it wasn't honestly until I went on my mission funny enough when I was uh, paired up with other missionaries that were like from Utah or from Ohio or Texas and they would like when we were alone some of the stuff they would say without even thinking that it might be racist or offensive that that's just how people talked where they were from It was like very surprising to me. I was like, you're a Mormon missionary in Brazil. And when no one's around, this is how you talk. Like it was very eye-opening for me to be like, wow, I didn't realize there were people like you in America. Like I I was so like a California person where everyone just kind of was who they were. And I was really ignorant to how much of that stuff still goes on. Yeah, that was me. I was a teenager before I even realized it. So we had moved back to Savannah, Georgia, uh, and it was shocking. It was really shocking. And then um, here in a small town in Florida, just surprising when 
you're never, you know, around that. And then you realize that, yikes, that's not back in the day. That's now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been sheltered my whole life. So, yeah, it's unfortunate, but people are people. Yeah. We'll get there someday. I hope so. Someday. So um, your choice to stream with no camera then, is that just a result of all of your previous experiences or is that what, what, what is it about showing yourself to the internet specifically that you just said, nah, I'm good. I'm not, I don't need to do that. Well, there's two reasons. Uh, well, mostly two reasons. Uh, one, I'm actually very nervous about looking in the camera. Mm-hmm. I've been like that since a kid. So uh, like when my dad would pull out a video and he'd be, you know, running around the house trying to guess, I'm ducking and diving behind the couch because it just made me uncomfortable to stare at that eyeball staring at me. Yeah. I don't know what it's saying. I couldn't tell. You know, like it's just I, that part made me uncomfortable. But the second reason, too, is there is a big difference with how people are treated on Twitch, particularly mm-hmm. women when they can see you. And I am a girl who uh, does wear lot of low cut tops in my natural everyday life not ashamed of my body uh, I have tattoos on my chest and I don't want to bring that into my channel while I don't have a problem with anybody else doing it that attracts a bunch of younger viewers that are just gonna be like oh my god boobs 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 boobs, boobs. I've never seen boobs like your boobs your boobs are great but, yeah and I don't want that for my channel I want people who are supportive who are friendly who are positive uh I can be lewd I'm I'm probably one of the lewdest people you know on Twitch but <laughs> it's with a line of you know not making everything in chat something for a little kid to you know get excited about so yeah yeah, you leave- it's very understandable. Well, and it's kind of, I, I think in a way, it's kind of fun to leave some of that to the imagination, right? Like, there's a lot of power in words and like you're using different voices and kind of like playing characters and, and all that stuff. I've, I've been lurking in your channel the last few days and it's it's interesting. It cha- It kind of changes the whole experience when you don't constantly see the person on the other end. You- well, yeah. I mean, in phone sex... You can, no matter what, you can imagine the person as sexy as you want them to be. <laughs> and no matter how sexy I am, I am not going to meet up to your level of sexy in your head. So for phone sex, it definitely worked. Here, I mean, I have Instagram. I use it. People can see what I look like. I've gone to Twitch. I I hug James, so he knows what I look like. But it's mm-hmm. not really a secret. It's just... Uh, Wait, you mean you're not literally a cow person with swinging udders? Nope, not at all. Oh, There's no man. swinging of any kind of udders. I got to use my brain for that? Yeah, kind of easy brain. <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, that's true. I never really thought of it that way. I think for me, like for me, using a camera is almost kind of lazy. <laughs> it's just like, because then like even when I'm not the content, well, even when I'm not talking, I'm still there. So I like without a camera, I feel like if you're not talking for long mm-hmm. enough, people might be like, is she there? Like you kind of have to engage more vocally. And I, yeah, I do because of that. So I'm constantly talking. So that's why a lot of times I don't do very many co-streams because I can't because I can't shut up because I've got to talk to them all the time because they can't see me. So mm-hmm. I'm constantly talking. Um, and I might do, you know, a stream one day with my cam. It just would be on my terms and it would be, you know, something I'd have to prepare for. Because most of the time I wake up 10 minutes later, I'm streaming. 
unless it's like a night stream. So it might it had to be a time when it's a night stream where I have to wake up, do my hair, do my makeup and come to terms with that eyeball. <laughs> yeah, there is a, an advantage to that, too. Like, I'm always like, oh, do I need to do my hair? Like, I don't know if you noticed, Angel, but like when we were on uh, the video chat before I started the stream, my hair is usually like undone. I just got home from work and I'm like trying to set everything up. And then like I start the stream and during that 10 minute countdown, I go and like do my hair and like get all ready and then come back. So right. I, I envy you for uh, who knows, you could just be sitting there in your pajamas eating ice cream and it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So maybe yeah. I, yeah, maybe I should turn my camera off. You're you're almost convincing me. Yeah, every, you know, every once in a while. <laughs> for some guys, it does work, but I would say it, it would depend on your audience, honestly, and your voice and and what kind of people you have in your audience. Because most of the time, people want a video. They yeah. want to see. They want to stare at your face and look at your expressions. So unless you're very expressive with your voice, might not work. Yeah, we can't deprive the world of this face, right? Right. Plus, you've got a beard, so literally, that it's going to carry you through Twitch. Yeah, that's true. It will. <laughs> All right. Sorry, James. <laughs> hey, I've tried he, growing a beard. No, it, it 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 was pretty good, man. Don't don't. Uh, it took a while, but you you had something going on there. Mm -hmm. it, it's. Uh, I'll try again next November. Yeah, every once a year, we'll see how much further you can get. But well, you, there's a there's another advantage of that too. You can just be good looking. So either be good looking. That's true. Yeah, look or, at it. James is a handsome young man. Yes, he is. I would uh, I'd take him to dinner. I think I did take him to dinner. <laughs> oh, we did. We got pizza. Oh, those <laughs> those pizza slices. Oh, those are great. I should have <laughs> ate more pizza that night. Yeah. No, that that whole trip was awesome. But I'm bummed. I, I don't. I I think it was like right before I met you, Angel. Otherwise, you you said you were at TwitchCon. You you met James, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was outside I was, uh, the con, I think, right? Yes, because I was a. Uh, it was the third day, I think, and I'm just like walking around the convention. I've already done everything. You could do everything in like the first day. So mm -hmm. I'm just walking around. I'm scrolling through Twitter. And I saw your post. It was like, if you want to come see me, I'll be outside, like right outside the entrance. And I oh, saw yeah. it. And it was like five minutes ago. And I was like, perfect. I'm not doing anything right now. And she she's like right outside. So I just walked out. And I was like, I have I don't know what she looks like. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I do advertise my Instagram pretty hardcore. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I, I people forget. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the way I found you, it's because you put on the Twitter post wearing your TARDIS dress. <laughs> I'm looking for a Whovian nerd. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I figured that would be a good way. The girl wearing the TARDIS dress. So. Mm -hmm. uh, a moment ago in the Twitch chat, Just Frosty said, but did James put out? And to that question, I will say, sir, what happens at Twitch stays at Twitch. Yes, it does. <laughs> Don't ask questions about TwitchCon. If you want to know, you better go next year, sir. Yeah. <laughs> There's a rumor that it was going to be in Vegas next year. Ooh. You know, there was a rumor last year that it wasn't going to be in California. <laughs> but guess where it was? Again, in California. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm, that's fine with me. I, it's fine with me, too. But I live in Florida, so that's a very long flight. And... I love, I, I like California. Like, I actually really loved San Diego a lot. But what would be cool is to go other places. No, or I, I agree. 
maybe mm-hmm. middle-ish so that people who can't get those funds to be able to go would have the opportunity to be able to go. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, you know, we've had this conversation before, but I think eventually it's just going to be, it's going to get big enough where they're going to have to have multiple regions like PAX does. I've thought this last one was giant. The lines. Yeah. Oh, my God. Day two one. Two lines. Possible. Yes. I'm so glad I went and got my stuff early. But two lines. Ra- double wrapped around the block. That was insane. And not safe for people. So they will probably have to do like an east and west. At least. Yeah. Well, they're doing. Mm-hmm. They did the. When does that European one? was? It, did that happen or it's happening soon? Or did they announce that they were doing another one this year? In, like somewhere in Europe. Isn't it March or in... April? Yeah, it's coming up so, in a yeah. few months. March, maybe? Maybe. So I, I think it's just a matter of like, they're at the point now where they're going to have to say, oh, we better break this up because mm-hmm. it, it's Twitch is continuing to grow. So mm-hmm. Plus it's extremely expensive for the people that are coming, you know, from over there. That's insane. Yeah, so. if they did a Twitch uh, East, it would give me an excuse to get out there. I think the furthest East mm-hmm. I've been is like uh, Illinois, and then I went to Tennessee. So, I, you know, that's about as far as I've been. Oh, I, wow. I, I've never been to the East Coast. So, mm-hmm. I would, I maybe maybe if they did a TwitchCon over there somewhere, it'd give me an excuse. San Diego was the first time I'd gone to California. I'm glad that was the first one because it was gorgeous. That's my favorite of San Jose, um, Long Beach, and San Diego. San Diego was hands down the best. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. the only thing higher on my list than San Diego for California as far as places where I would like retire or live. I I love San Diego. Lady Navio and I both love San Diego. Uh, Probably Santa Barbara. I, oh. If you've never been to Santa Barbara, that I definitely recommend that. It's it's beautiful. Uh, everything about it I love, but it's okay. it's definitely on the more expensive end of the spectrum. To, <laughs> it's it not makes cheap. me wonder why they chose Long Beach because from my own experience in Long Beach, it's not exactly the greatest area. That was the dirtiest con i have to say that was the dirtiest city it was not prepared for the people every place you went to was booked it was awful (laughs) yeah i remember people were telling me they were going i didn't go because i didn't have the funds at the time but they were like oh yeah it's gonna be in long beach and i was like really long beach i looked up where the con was and i was like that's like a block away from the really shady area of long beach oh man like you go down the wrong street you might Mm -hmm. not be coming back First day I was there, I go down the stairs or up the stairs to try to get to the con and there's this homeless village living on the stairs and they're that head where they've been using it as a potty and I almost lost my mind because <laughs> I'm wearing, you know, high heels and I'm like, oh God, I'm going to die. Some sort of you know, nasty. It was horrible. It was horrible. That was a bad choice on their part. It's just the stair people. Come on. It was really Just scary. The then I didn't want to go down those stairs. Is the stairs right in front of the convention too? And I'm like, oh, that's just horrid. Like, I'll just take the long way next time. Yeah. No, San Jose, I think, was a pretty cool location. I like the convention center there, and there's a lot of stuff yeah. to do around there. Good culture and music, and 
And uh, I mostly just had fun getting drunk and riding scooters all over downtown. Oh, scooters. oh my god! <laughs> I love the scooters. I probably spent like ninety bucks on the scooters. <laughs> really? Where did you like look for excuses to be like, "Hey, do we need to go somewhere?" No. Well, I, I was. Are you sure? Well, maybe we need to go over there. I better get a scooter. Well, it's mm-hmm. too far like, away. That's very long two blocks. <laughs> it's like a two-minute walk. We could get there in like a minute on the scooter. <laughs> it takes you like two minutes you. just to like scan it with your phone. <laughs> you could have been Guys, there. don't worry about it. I'll meet you there once I find a scooter. Just start walking. Yeah. Was- and they are there because it took you so long to scan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice place. Uh, they weren't prepared for the number of people that were going to be going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'd like the partner party, I this was my first year being partnered. I didn't get to go because they, they, they didn't have room. So Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of us stood outside, not being able to get into the partner party. Yeah. They major dropped the ball on the partner party thing that I, they had to know. I mean, numbers wise, just pure numbers wise, if you're letting partners all show, like if depending on how many show up, first of all, you can't really anticipate that. Plus Allowing like and one, plus one. Yeah, yeah, they like, all had plus one. Yeah, so come on, you had to know that place was gonna get packed. It was, mm. and a lot of people never made it. So that, that was unfortunate. Yeah, I have some friends that were actually thinking like not even buying a ticket to next year's TwitchCon, but just going because it's gonna be so huge. Like the lines are gonna be insane, so you could just mm-hmm. hang out with the people anyway and not have to spend the money to go into the convention. I've had people say that, that they're just going to wait outside and meet all the people they want to meet. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Joe did that by accident. That is yeah. true. <laughs> a guy that ended up staying with us uh, planned on buying a ticket while he was there and uh, mm-hmm. they sold out. Oh, no. <laughs> and he came, he flew like across the country. No, they, they drove. Oh, they drove, they drove across, across the Chicago. country. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's it's a sad tale of Uncle Joe. <laughs> but, he took uh, a chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. He should have, uh, yeah, always buy ahead of time. That's the... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if, I, I think it was like, wasn't that the first time it ever like completely sold out like that? I think so, yeah. Yeah. They had way too many people. They just couldn't accommodate it. So, and then they were also trying to be safe after, you know, the Jacksonville thing. They were trying to you know, have a lot more security. So they were, it, the first day at least, <laughs> very mm-hmm. diligent about security. The second and third day, well, less because they couldn't get everybody inside and people were waiting. So they had a lot of things that, that kind of fell by the way because they weren't expecting as many people like us to come. But Numbers wise, if you have these many people, you should probably expect them. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'll uh, still be there regardless next year. Yeah, <laughs> it's so much fun. So I guess the next question is: if they start having multiple cons, are you going to go to all of them? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> you might. You may. You might have to make a decision at that point. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like this year I'm going to PAX East. That'll be my very first PAX I've ever gone to. And I plan to go to TwitchCon, but if they do next year, a couple of TwitchCons, I, I kind of want to, cause it's a great experience. And I, I love going, you know, and visiting different places, but money wise, that might not be feasible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as far as, uh, 
your Twitch career, do you have, um, are you pretty comfortable where you're at now? Do you have like any big plans for the future? Is there anything that like, are you looking at what's next or are you following any of this, like all the Twitch drama and like policy changes? Like what, what do you, where, where are you at in your Twitch career? Right now, um, well, this year, well, last year, I guess now, um, my big thing was to get partnered. I achieved it finally after a very long time. I achieved it. Mm-hmm. So that was my big giant hurdle. I'm always looking at, uh, you know, growing, of course, but the right kind of growth is what I focus on. I, I want people that are part of the community that are not toxic, that are positive, that will be basically, you know, part of the family, you know, right. like not toxicity and, and bad people or, or, or a, a reason to be a mean troll, like, you know, trolling lightly and stuff is fine. But when you're getting to the point where you're just being bullying, you know, like I don't, I don't like that kind of stuff. So I usually tend to focus a little slower on the growth because I am very particular about what I want for my channel. Um, as far as growth wise, uh, as long as I'm having fun and I'm paying my bills, I'm pretty happy. And those two are happening. So I will continue to, you know, do like I always do every week. This is a job. It's a fun job, but it's still a job. But Mm -hmm. uh, I like where I'm at. And I usually try to avoid all the Twitter drama. (laughs) Yeah. But that being said, I've seen some stuff and I'm like, yikes. (laughs) Yeah. Does that really happen in places? But yeah, it does. Yeah. And you you mentioned that you have a daughter. Um, Mm -hmm. How old is she now? She's 12. Uh, she lives with her dad during the week and on the weekends I get her. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. So does she, does she have any idea at all of uh, what you do? The whole Twitch she thing? Does. Yeah. She's joined me. She, uh, not that often because well, I am a lewd channel and I'm usually streaming during the week, but I've done special, um, streams with her there. Um, the, I'll dial it back a bit and not be as lewd. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and uh she'll join me and and she she thinks it's really cool that's awesome mm-hmm. my mom's a pro gamer yeah she's all like well the twitch people really love you that's great mm-hmm. <laughs> so you mostly stream during the week then i stream uh sunday and wednesday nights and monday and tuesday thursday afternoons but i do a lot of extra hours so usually on fridays i'll do a bonus stream uh occasionally I'll do a Saturday, but that's very rare. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's uh, that's a lot of streaming. Mm-hmm. It, it is, but I have a lot of fun at it. So as long as I'm not too busy, like this month I'm kind of busy. Yeah. <laughs> I have my best friend's uh, wedding that I'm the maid of honor for um, coming up February 2nd. So this month I'm specifically busy, so I can't do like a lot of long, crazy streams like I normally do. But uh, yeah, as long as I'm having fun, and I'm cool with staying on. So as far as like the type of stuff you're into, uh, you said, I'm a huge geek. I love Star Wars, Firefly, Serenity, Doctor Who, Deadpool, Harry Potter, and all things of superhero, all things superhero related. Um, as far as games, do you, where you said you played WoW, obviously. And I noticed when I was watching you, you were playing, uh, Dead by Daylight. Uh, dead, yeah, Dead yeah. by Daylight. Mm-hmm. And so do you – and you also mentioned when you first started watching Twitch that uh, 
you, you thought watching the guy playing the horror game and screaming was really funny. Is that has kind of like the horror genre been something that's been interesting to you for a long time now or? Well, what I do is variety mainly because I can't stick with any one game. <laughs> Same. Long. Um, I, I'll get bored. And if I'm bored, you're going to be bored. Right. So, um, the horror thing, I actually have a guilty pleasure of loving them uh, a lot. So that just reminded me I need to turn an alert off just in case anybody's like, oh, hey, let me scare you because I always have those scares on. Oh, nice. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I actually love playing them, but only when they have really good stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am a variety streamer, so I play whatever I find interesting, which a lot of times is uh, survival type things, Dead by Daylight. I've played a lot of Darkest Dungeon, um, it, just whatever takes my fancy. So how did you find Minion Masters? That one, I don't even remember how I got it, probably because people gift me a lot of games a lot of times. So. Uh. Someone must have gifted it to me, but I had never downloaded it. Um, and then I had uh, one of the dev, well, someone who was trying to be a dev, Trinity, uh, reached mm-hmm. out to me uh, from, I believe, uh, Flaming Monocle uh, Discord. And I was like, hey, I'm trying to become a dev for them. So I was curious and taking a chance to see if maybe you'd like to play this game and help me get the word out. And I'm like, you know what? It looks really cool. Sure. Because I won't play something if I don't think it looks good. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought it looked like really it looks cool. Bad, I liked, try it. Right. But the, all the little minions are so cute. And they did little <laughs> things. And there was all that, you know, and then there was the cheeky little announcer. And like, that's fantastic. I loved it. So it I has played. a lot of character for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So honestly, it was Trinity reaching out to me to say, hey, I'd like to see if you do this. And if you do, I've got some keys to give out for people. So I was like, sure, I'll do it. And then turned out I really liked it a lot. It was a lot of fun. Very cool. Yeah, that's how Trinity is a dev. Oh, really? Yeah, it worked. I know uh, that. I mean, that because the reason I asked that is because, you know, a lot of people who are here from my community are familiar with like I play that game, uh, Nuclear Goo, Frost. That's how I met James. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I have a lot of connections through Minion Masters and I've turned quite a few people onto it. And I, I Mm -hmm. personally don't even play it as much as I used to, but, Mm -hmm. um, I remember, I think that's how I discovered you is I, every once in a while I'll go on the minion masters, uh, section of Twitch, just like browse who's on there. And I was, and I saw your name, I was like naked angel with a hundred <laughs> viewers playing minion masters. I was like, who is this? So I like, I clicked on it to see what it was all about. And I was like, oh, she's actually like really entertaining. So uh, I, I asked James about you and he's like, oh yeah, you know, he, he had already obviously knew who you were. Uh, and so we got to talking about it and I was like, we should try and have her on sometime. Oh, and yeah. and I, I appreciate that you're kind of, uh, the, it, it feels like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like the way you are about games where you're like, let me check it out and see if it's something I'm interested in before I just like agree to play it. Yeah, you, you kind of I, I appreciate that because you did the same thing with the podcast when I messaged you rather than just being like, who the hell are you go away or just or being like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like you were like, you know what, let me take a look at your content, see if I like it and I'll get back to you. Like you you responded and you're respectful and you're like, let me take a look. And yeah, sure. You know, if it's if it's something I'm interested in, I'll 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 I mean, I'm, I'm getting down to be on a podcast. So Aww. like. The fact that you were like thoughtful about it mm-hmm. is is uh you know says a lot about you. 
Well, for me, uh, I take integrity pretty, you know, it's pretty important for me. So um, one thing people don't realize, when I got partnered, it did take a very long time. Some people are like, wow, you're partnered with no cam? Wow, you must be magic. No, it took a very long time. Yeah, but hard work and dedication. It didn't have to. It didn't have to take as long as it did because I chose the hard way to do it on purpose. I did no cam. I did variety and a split shift. And I did it my way and grew until that. So if I don't believe in something, like people are like, just turn your camera on or just play League of Legends for like a month and you're good, man. You'll get your just girl, your good partner, right? So play like one game and then you can pretend to be this and then later you can change it. But uh, for me, I, I like to like what I'm doing and believe in what I'm doing. So whenever, you know, Trinity messaged me about Minion Masters, I'm like, oh, I'm going to check it out first. I'm yeah. check it out. If I like it, then I'll do it. But I'm not just going to play it just because you want me to. So I'm not going to promote something if I don't think it's good. And I thought you guys were really funny. So. Yeah. Well, no, I, well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I kind of had the same experience with some people because like when I first started streaming, I started streaming with Minion Masters, right? When it like was starting to kind of gain a little bit of momentum, uh, mm-hmm. And they had this like little website where they were trying, you know, as people watched it and streamed it, they did like key giveaways for the game and all this stuff. And yeah, so like, like the community level thing. Yeah. The community leveling thing and the key, like the, the watch and wins used to be for keys for the game. So, mm-hmm. you know, there was a little bit more incentive there. So I, I built a pretty solid audience fairly quickly playing minion masters. Uh, and then I'd like play something else. And I had people private message me and they're like, dude, all you got to do is keep playing minion masters and you'll like, you know, you could be partnered, like just, just play minion masters more. Like I, I, occasionally people are still like, Hey, you should play minion masters more. And I'm just like, I, I don't want to, (laughs) you know, like, sure. I could probably hours in that game. Yeah. There are people that can do that. There are people who can say, you know what? Fine. I'll play this one game every day. And, and, and I'm going to lose my mind and I'm going to hate that game by the time it's done, but I'm going to play that game and then I'll get partnered. You know what happens? They get burnt out. Right. And what happens at the end of that, they either take a very long break or mm-hmm. they try a different game. And because they are actually then they're locked in that specific person who plays only that specific game, they lose their community completely and they have to start over and they get discouraged mm-hmm. whereas if you don't and you stick it like and if that's what you like then do it you know hey I, I, it was really hard so i don't i don't fault anybody who wants to do that but if you are variety at least they'll know that you're gonna play whatever you want mm-hmm. yeah it's kind you of get people more attracted to you rather than the game that's that's what I like to. I like to try to attract people to you know the channel, to my community, and the chat, and not necessarily the game. Yeah, that's good. I because mean, you know if you build it that way, then it kind of gives you like the like you said, you have that integrity, and it's like people know what what they're going to get when they come to your channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for me, podcasting was always like a long term goal for me. I, and I love streaming and I'll still stream games on Twitch and everything. But like this is this right here, what we're doing has always been like a long term passion of mine, like a goal, like a one day I've just I, I want to have a podcast. And I was like, you know what? There's not a lot of people like there are a few podcasts on Twitch with this type of format, but like 
I I wanted to shine a light on Twitch and the people doing it. And so like I you know most of the podcasts that I watch were like a preset like group of people, like friends mm-hmm. that always the same people every week and I was like wouldn't it be cool if we just brought on people from Twitch? Like everyone has a story to tell, everyone's here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And and so for me I've gotten criticized <laughs> by people who are like, you know, from my community who are like, you should play mini masters. What happened to, you know, what happened to shotgun Wednesday? What happened to this game? You don't play anymore. And I'm just like, dude, like I, mm-hmm. like you said, if I, if, the, if that's all I did, like I'd shoot myself in the face. Right. Like I, I love the social aspect of Twitch and I love talking to people and getting to know people. So like, I, I I hope that some of those people realize that the podcast is a cool thing. And they should, <laughs> they'll understand, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that when you put it out there that that's what you like to do, people are going to be there for you in your content. And if they're not, then, I mean, I'm very honest with my community. I'm like, guys, I want to play this. So, like, right now, Batman Arkham Asylum, that's all I'm about. And I'm, I want to play Dead by Daylight, but sometimes I want to be the knight. Right. <laughs> I am the knight, and I just want to play it. So I, if they like you and they like your content, they will support you. Or they can go, you know, support another streamer until they see you doing something they like. They can go eat a butt. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what your nice sentence really said behind it. Yeah, I don't normally say but. It's usually a lot more explicit, but yes. <laughs> they can go eat a musty anus. There you go. Is that better? Yeah, I usually go with dick. You know, Ooh. Dead, yeah. Yeah. What, <laughs> my, there was a guy that screamed it. <laughs> what was it? Uh, musty. It oh, yeah. Musty nipples. Musty nipples. <laughs> yeah. I was I was lurking in her one. channel today and <laughs> someone showed up with the screen name Musty Nipples. <laughs> I couldn't even get behind that. I'm like, oh, that's just, that's uncomfortable, man. You need lotion. Yikes. I Nobody love wants it. a musty nipple. Yeah. Um, so we have a few kind of quick fire questions that we like to ask all of our questions, all of our quests, all of our guests. Okay. So I'm going to pull those up real quick uh, if I can remember how to get there on my shared drive here okay just don't want to be algebra i'm not really great no they're fun questions (laughs) what is the average speed of a purebred sparrow or what what is that question you know every single time i do those those you know q a someone always asks me some really big thing i'm like guys i stream for a living i'm an entertainer yeah, I don't. I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> Quick maths. <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the list here. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. Yep. That's a, solid. That's ten a, out of ten. That's a solid yeah. favorite. Okay, and then I I added a follow up to this one. Besides the sinful seven, the the standard cuss words. Are are there any that are just like? Like maybe a funny one or a phrase or like, a, for example, last week, uh, Merlin Temple, the the example she had was douche canoe, which was awesome. Is, <laughs> it, <laughs> is there is it is there any funny ones like just crude or crass like curse I words? I go with or douche cookie. I actually use douche too and it's douche cookie. Oh, there you go. That's an image. 
It's a cookie you don't want. (laughs) (laughs) No one wants that cookie. Cookies are great, except if they're a douche cookie. (laughs) Yeah. Any, yeah. Anything with douche. I think we, I, uh, and, and a lot more cruder is the one that I tend to use, dick cheese. Ooh. It's pretty gross, uh. but if I call you that, you're really bad. You're a bad guy. You want to the the worst combination of words? I don't think I've ever said this on stream. Uh, my best Ooh. friend that I grew up with, who will be the best man at my wedding. So the thing that he would say, he said it since we were probably in like sixth grade. <laughs> it was pus infected cum bubble. <laughs> oh, I did That's not know. Ah, I put an image in my mind that I did not want. <laughs> I could write that down. That's good. <laughs> Oh my god, that's that's very descriptive. So, oh, sorry. Shout out to him. Uh, maybe maybe one of these days I'll get him on the podcast. He's a crazy busy guy, though. <laughs> um, Ugh. let's see. What sound or noise do you love, or what sound or noise um, brings back a memory or a takes you back to a childhood moment in time, or? Mm. Sound or noise I love. I like people with grumbly, deep voices. I really like that, like a lot. And that's with girls too. Like deeper voices are the ones I tend to gravitate towards. Sounds, uh, sounds of storms. I really love storms. Ooh. I love the way they sound. It's very seductive and not in the sexy way, but more, you know, like a, a relaxing, you know, that, wonderful way. That rumbly just kind of like, mm. yeah. The impending storm. Plus, mm-hmm. like combined with like the way the the clouds kind of just muffle everything, yes. and it feels uh, yeah, I I totally can get behind that one. What about uh, what about sound or noise that triggers you in a more negative way, like nails on a chalkboard? Literally, nails on a chalkboard. That's one. Yeah, like I can't mm-hmm. listen to that. Yep. Um, high pitch noises actually hurt my ears. Like super high pitch, really really high pitch, hurt my ears. I can't listen to that. I don't know why. Just can't. Uh, and if someone's constantly tapping, like if they're just like tap, 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 <laughs> no. and the tap doesn't stop and the tap keeps going, I'm like, okay, can you stop? Just stop, stop before I, I beat you with whatever that is. Stop with the pencil. <laughs> Wait, like the guy studying in the library, just tap, yep. tap, 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 tap. It feels like it's pounding into my head. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> we may not be able to hang out. I'm, I'm pretty guilty of, I'm a, I'm a drummer like, and so I'm super fidgety and I tap on everything. But if you're tapping to a rhythm, that's different. Uh, that's but if true. You're just tap, 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 tap. Like oh. that isn't a rhythm. That's madness. That's what like, that is. Like the water <laughs> dripping in the sink. Yes, I can't. I don't like that. <laughs> I'll go put something around it. <laughs> um, this one I don't ask as often, but I'm curious in your situation. Um, outside of what you've already done, if you could wake up one day and just be like a profession, just, you know, everything about it, you're a professional and that's your career. Is there anything besides streaming or voice work that, uh, that you would do? Well, the voice actor was my next one after a streamer, a psychologist. Oh. Oddly enough. Yeah. Have you ever tried to pursue it at all? Nope. Because it's very expensive. And then I realized that sometimes people are going to tell you things that are going to make you very sad. Mm. And, you can't forget those things. So once I did the phone sex thing, 
people also had, there's a dark side of that. So people had very scary stories to tell me as well. Um, and then I'm just realizing that maybe that's not the best thing to do all the time, maybe on a part-time basis. So really, if I could uh, voice acting or just being incredibly rich and, you know, traveling. What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm rich. I'm rich. You know, I'm like Batman, only I don't have all those cool toys. Yeah. <laughs> James, any, uh, do you have the list up? Is there any questions on there you want to? I do have the list up. But see, it's weird, right? She doesn't stream with the cam, so you could never judge if the desk is dirty. Oh, which true. Leads to the question, desk, room, car, which do you clean first? Desk. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't normally dirty my car because I don't go out a whole lot. So mm-hmm. I, mean, I usually keep my bedroom pretty clear and clean. So desk would have to be it because I usually keep this thing messy. <laughs> so I have to clean it often. So your desk is messy regularly? Yes. Fairly often? Usually from papers and, you know, stuff. But it usually is kind of messy. But I, I try to clean it, you know, every few days and put stuff away. Mm-hmm. It's funny because it's like, it's something no one will ever see but yourself. My desk? Yeah. Well, not on stream anyway. Yeah, on stream, yeah. Yeah, It was like me, the camera. If I have too much stuff on my desk, it starts to clutter up. Right. You can actually see it. Oh, yeah. I like moved and you could hear cans fall over. And I was like, (laughs) I need to throw them out. The stack of Mountain Dew cans and empty Dorito bags. Yeah, no, they are they are half lemonade, half tea. Excuse uh, me, oh. dollar Arizona cans. Oh, those are pretty good. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll let you have dollar. that. That's true. <laughs> I see them in the store. I can't. I can't say no. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you do have a cat cam though, so I guess mm-hmm. I do. I introduced that last year. Um, when they are in the mood to be on cam, then they're on cam or I'll turn it and, you know, find where they're at. But yeah, I use my cat cam. What are you not very good at? Not very good at lying. Ooh. Bad at lying. Yeah. So usually <laughs> I'm going to tell myself here. Usually if someone says something and I don't like it, you can tell I don't like it on stream. Even if you don't see my face, because I get called like, like someone will say something I'm like, huh, you said that, huh? Well, how about that? How about that? It's a good thing. Sometimes I think that my camera's not on because you'd probably see me looking at you like, seriously, fucker, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing that? But uh, I can't, I can't lie. I'm pretty, pretty open. And uh, hmm. I can't draw worth oh. at all. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. My stick figures make fun of each other. I, I can draw by MS Paint. I can draw by shape. So if I can draw by shape, I can do it. Otherwise, I can't draw to save my life. Yeah, I'm right there. I mean, digital stuff is, you know, when I have tools to help me, I can Photoshop. But that's like if you hand me a piece of paper and a pencil and mm-hmm. tell me to draw something, I will. Oh, I, I can do like my promos and stuff. Like when there's prepared pictures, I mm-hmm. can line them up and make them look real good. But you actually, could do design. Right. I can design, design all day. Yeah. Desktop publishing type stuff, sure, no problem. But actually drawing? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that. 
Just draw a straight line. I'm sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> it's not gonna be straight. <laughs> nope. It's gonna be curved. <laughs> nope. Even my handwriting is terrible. I I I in high school realized that it wasn't gonna get any better, and I was like, "All right, that's it. I'm writing in all caps from here on out." <laughs> I'm one of those guys. I write in all caps because it's the only way it's legible. That's funny. <laughs> um. So. Naked Angel, since uh, you've got me so interested in uh, the world of phone sex operators, I'm thinking about starting a career uh, in phone sex operation. So could uh-huh. you give me the three do's and don'ts? Uh, I, I'm green. You have years of experience. Okay. What are, what are the three do's and don'ts as a uh, someone just going into that industry? Do have a mute button. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Do act like everything they say is something you do every single Tuesday at 7 p.m. And don't be a guy. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> the reason is men are more likely to spend money on sex than women are. That's men true. Who are look- hmm. Women are not. If you- women want to talk to a guy, they can be like, hey, would you talk to me? And they'd be like, uh-huh. I'll talk to you right now for real. Like just be here for free. Um, But if a guy wants to talk to another guy, usually he's going to go out and go talk to a guy like in a club or a bar or whatever. It's a very, not that they don't make money. Guys do. It's just a significantly less than women. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm with, I'm with nuclear goo on this one. Way, way to crush our dreams. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But Hey, if you're good at talking to guys, you can make some money. Hey, what's up, bro? (laughs) <laughs> just did you just watch the game last night <laughs> i got a six pack of coolers you ready okay i'll ask you this then uh can you moo Ooh. on demand <laughs> <laughs> you can make me blush you can make you I'm, I'm sure i could make you blush <laughs> can i moo on command like realistic or just like moo 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 <laughs> Like the guy wants you to talk about it, and you got to actually act like you were moaning in the form of moo. Ooh, I for enough money, I could absolutely yeah. for for enough money, I'd do anything probably. There you go. <laughs> got to do it without laughing, though. Ooh, see, that's where I'm a very that's like deal breaker. I laugh at all my <laughs> own jokes along with everyone else's. I'm just a very uh, laughy person. I, yeah, so that, that might not be good unless they want you to laugh at them, and then it would be good. But if they don't, not a good thing. Maybe that'll be my my niche. Maybe I'll just be the laughing guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when I said do have a mute button, that's when you laugh. Uh, when you hit mute. <laughs> what about? Uh, are, are there any other don'ts? Uh, don't have your significant other talking in the room next to you. That would be bad. Ah. Because they're oh, supposed who, to think you're available. That? Oh, hey. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, I thought you were single. I had thoughts of getting with you and you're married. Yeah. yeah. Ruin the fantasy, oh, probably. It's just like Twitch chat. The the, t- the streamer <laughs> I'm tier three sub to is, has a significant other. Can't oh, come back here. You know, there's a lot of people who think that. And, there, and there's a lot of streamers that actually follow through that. I don't because, I mean, people get me 100% or you don't get me at all. But... Mm. There's a lot of people that do that. They won't talk about any of their personal stuff just so that they can get more people to like them when they think they're available. 
Yeah, but I mean, I think that's true. That's not exclusive to to Twitch though, or or no. to any industry. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, like pop stars who try and keep their relationship secret because it's like part of their image. Uh, you know? But see, for others, it doesn't matter. Like Jason Momoa. Oh. I like him a lot. I know he's got a person. Don't care. I can still look at that rapper all yeah. day long. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm more. I'm more talking about like a lot of the like teen idols or young actors and stuff. Like, oh yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. there's that idea that you know the the Justin Bieber's of the world. It's like, yeah, if they find out that they have a girlfriend or whatever, then they're you know, well, my heart's broken. I thought. I you- think that's a teenage mentality, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I'm just saying it does exist across various industries. The idea of like, hey, you know, whether or not I have a significant other could affect my image. Mm-hmm. So very true. It is what it is. Well, thank you. I think I have everything I need now to start my career. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll keep you guys posted on that. I wish you the very best. And if you ever get confused and say, hey. I don't know what this is. Just message me. I'll explain it because I know what everything is now. All the things, the unexplainable things I can teach you. Yeah. You should. Uh, <laughs> how many of them have you added to Urban Dictionary? <laughs> None. <laughs> but I remember being shocked a few times because I didn't understand a word. I'm like, well, what's that? Oh, my God. <laughs> After looking it up. Shouldn't Google. Google is bad. Man, now, there are times when now I'm curious. You should have a... Uh, you should have a channel in your Discord where you just give definitions of all the words you didn't know. <laughs> you know, I do do an Angel After Dark for subscribers once a month, and those are the times that they ask me questions like that. That's awesome. Because they want to find out about what the heck I've been talking about. That's so strange. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, James, unless you have any other questions, um, I think we're almost ready to take a short break. Before we did, though, sometimes, depending on, you know, what we can find, I found a couple pretty fun clips of you that I mm. thought would be fun to play on uh, on the podcast. Oh, boy. They had me laughing. Oh, that's not the right screen. Let me get rid of that. That's after the break. Uh, yeah, I, lo- I, I looked at your top clips. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah maybe maybe adjust your volume slightly rip headphones in advance i'll warn you mm-hmm. yeah they're uh, <laughs> really loud <laughs> it's so good though i think i already have it turned down uh i'll, I'll adjust as needed but this was a really great clip so what we're gonna do we're gonna watch a couple clips of uh angel and then we're going to ch- take a short break like three to five minutes and when we come back we have a crowd favorite segment of the podcast called chief's beef uh, he's got a fresh one for us and we're going to do that. And then, uh, we'll maybe talk about a couple things and call it a night. So let's check out these clips. Black down here. Everything's gotta be fucking black down here. <laughs> no! No! I'm uh, Oh my God! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm out of battery! I'm out of battery! I'm out of battery! I was really scared. That was a. I mean, that was a legitimate, like, terrified scream. That was not. That you were not hamming it up at all there. You thought you were going to die. Yep. (laughs) Have you thought about playing Subnautica in VR? No, that would kill me. Are you crazy? 
No, never. Mm-hmm. That's like that, Subnautica is like the latest game I've been playing, and mm-hmm. it's so fun. But the fact that that happens, oh, it's yeah. keeping me from progressing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty intense. And then I thought this one, this one, just because it was hilarious. So, uh, what game is this, by the way? This is a uh, N- oh, Necopara Volume Three. I just those are the ones I did voices for. <laughs> I just I got a kick out of uh, <laughs> how much fun you had during this scene. It was it was good. So I'll play that. Hang on. <laughs> Plot. Plot's huge. Well, and literally, you hit the P button to do that. Oh, you hit the P button. So when you hear me say "keep a plot," that's perfect. (laughs) Like that at the end, you're like "boing boing." That's pretty good. I love it. So yeah, that's what you can expect if you head on over to Twitch.tv forward slash Naked Angel. All all the good content. Visceral Uh, screaming and a ton of plot. Yeah. Tons of plot. Well, thank you again so much for uh, taking the time out of your Tuesday night to come on the show. Uh, We're going to take a short break, like I mentioned, and we'll be back in a few minutes to uh, do some Sheaf's Beef. So I hope you're all ready. I am back. Bring him on here in a second. I, uh... Just wanted to remind everyone that uh, the show is usually on Wednesday nights. We made an exception tonight because we really wanted to have Naked Angel on as a guest. But if you want to check out the other podcasts, we also have a website at hitthebucket.com. It's that easy. www.hitthebucket.com. If you go to the website uh, and you look on the right side, there's a list of links uh, for you know, if you want to watch it on YouTube or iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all that stuff, it's on hitthebucket.com. Go check it out, and then it also has links for all of us for myself, uh, for James, my co host, for Mashif, the man who makes the beef. So, all those links are available over at hitthebucket.com if you want to check out more of our content. I'd really appreciate it. So for those who don't know, this segment of the show is called Sheaf's Beef. It's where our good friend, uh, Mr. Mashif, over at twitch.tv forward slash Mashif, he is a uh, angry old man at heart, and he doesn't like people on his lawn, and he also doesn't like lots of other things, and he likes to tell us about it. So he's going to give us two topics that he's just not happy about this week, and we get to debate which one is the bigger beef. Meaning, which one is more irritating or more of a problem to society? So we're going to watch this video, and we're going to talk about it. So if you guys are ready, um, we'll all hit play at the same time. None of us have watched this yet, so we're all watching it together for the first time. So we usually do it on go. I'll say one, two, three, go, and then we'll start playing. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. Yep. Cool. One, two, three, go. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Chiefs Beef. Welcome everyone to the ring. I'm your host, Mashif, bringing you this week's biggest beef of the week. We got two contenders that are going to go head to head, and let's find out what the first one is. And it is discussing religion mm. at work. 
do you want to see Mashif do a 180 and run the other direction? Yeah. Well, let's start talking about religion at work because that's the easiest way to do it. This is a lose-lose scenario. You're not going to change my mind. I'm not going to change your mind. Everyone's just going to get upset in the middle of it. Let's avoid this at all costs. Now, I work front-facing with customers, and sometimes they want to bring it up, and I have to kind of do my little dance around it, right, because I can't just walk away. But I had this one guy recently. He didn't invite me to his church, not once, not twice, but three oh. times. And the first time, it's like, okay, cool. I, I I appreciate the invitation. That's really nice of you to invite me. It's cool. I'm going to have to decline, though, because, you know, whatever reason I want to give. And what does he do? He, he throws out one more invitation. And then the third invitation was a business card with a number on the back that said, we will pick you up. And he said, I expect you to be there on Sunday. Oh. What? Damn, this oh. shit is getting pushy now. I am having a hard time <laughs> discussing this with this guy at work, basically saying like, it's not going to happen, bud. See you later. Bye. Now it's awkward for me because he's putting me in that position and on the spot. And I don't want to make it a condition of the sale or a condition of my employment, my beliefs. Right. So I try and keep them out as much as possible. And it's awkward for him because he's getting shot down for me to go to his church in front of his friends, which that's embarrassing for him too. Right. Like knock it off. Don't <laughs> yeah. That that's shit. terrible. Discussing yeah. religion at work. You're the first beef of the week. Second beef is uh. discussing politics. <laughs> oh, come I on. I live in a, in a little red pocket of California, and California, as you know, is very democratic. But this little red pocket of Republicans in California, man, sometimes you think that is licensed to say or do whatever the hell you want. And sometimes it crosses the line. One time I had someone tell me, and this is another customer story, I had a customer tell me, that Obama should be six feet under, and I'm going to put him there. And I had to what? completely wow. stand up, say, thank you for coming in and visiting, but we won't be selling you a car today, and walk him out the door. Because when you start getting violent or just mean or nasty, and believe me, that was the PG version of what he said. I'm not going to repeat what he said to me. We're mm. done, right? Discussing politics at work is another one of those things. And that you're not going to change someone's mind on. And it's really hard when someone brings it up because the natural inclination is to start talking about stuff, right? right? Like we're talking about this stuff here, but we're not at work. I mean, Jimmy is, but he likes discussing <laughs> stuff, so it's kind of on him. So discussing <laughs> politics at work, you're the second beef of the week. Jimmy, oh, James, oh, Chat, yeah, okay. Naked Angel. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Which is worse, talking about religion at work or talking about politics at work? And at the end, I will tell you which of the two is the biggest beef of the week because there is a right answer. Go ahead and stick around. All right. I paused it at 335. Yeah, at 334. Okay. That's a hard one because I don't actually let them talk about that in my channel at all. Either of them? <laughs> Either because I find religion for me, People are going to be super passionate about that. Wars have been started over religion. <laughs> so people are going to be insulted no matter what religion you are. Because oh, yeah. You're not the religion they are. And obviously mm -hmm. you're, you're, you know, you're bad because you're not their religion. And people don't have a solid head for politics or religion to be able to talk about it. Therefore, I don't let people talk about those things in my channel because they nine times out of ten people cannot 
hold a responsible conversation. But if I've got to pick one, I'd say religion, because that's a very personal thing. Um, both are, but I'd say that that one's probably a little more personal than politics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a perfectly valid argument. I, uh, what do you think, James? Well, let's see. I worked the only job I've ever had so far was working in a dish room and it's already hell. I don't want to be told how about how I'm going to hell. So <laughs> I'm really good at veering conversations away from that with my coworkers. Cause you know, it's boring. We're washing dishes. There's nothing to do. So they'll bring up politics or, or religion. And it's just like, dude, it's going to be another six hours in here. I don't want to hear this. Yeah. So I just like try to skirt it. Usually I'll just like put in my headphones. You're not supposed to wear headphones while you're in the dish room. Cause it's a safety hazard. Mm. but I'd prefer that safety hazard over listening to this, this hazard over here. <laughs> but just like, yeah, it's like you said, people are, are like, when they bring it up, they already have an idea of what they want to say to you. And they're not really open to like actually listening to what you have to say back. So it's never, it's never really worth it. Mm-mm. So which one of the two? If I had to choose more, I think religion, because politics, that changes, you know, year to year, changes yeah. with the president. Mm-hmm. But religion, it's been here for like thousands of years, and it's going yeah. to stay that way for a long time. So I think if I had to choose religion at work is the bigger beef. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to go against the grain again. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so... Religion versus politics at work, I would probably have to say politics, and I have a, more of a reason, not not because politics is worse, but because I think religion... So you remember when, uh, remember when David Bond was on, James, and we talked about how like... He, he joked about, he's like, I love getting in debates with people at work because they can't leave. <laughs> Like he, he oh, that's you know, exactly. yeah, which obviously is not a good thing, but he, he's that type of person where he likes to just like make people uncomfortable. But because of the experiences that I had with him and, uh, my other friend that was here in chat, uh, Morphe, I think is how you say his name, Morphi, uh, those two, we did talk about religion quite a bit at work. But it was kind of the opposite where like they always wanted to talk to me about it because I was the religious one. Uh, You know, I was raised Mormon. And there were times where I'm like, damn, I don't really want to talk about this. But a lot of times I had mostly reasonable experiences with it. But I think the difference is that they enjoyed, they were mature enough to have a healthy debate. Mm-hmm. They were open-minded enough to like listen to my side of it. And I think that's where a lot of it breaks down. Like you said, if you're dealing with – I think it depends on the person. If you're dealing with someone who's just trying to convert you and have you come to church and baptize you, then yeah, that sucks. And that's really annoying. And you know, I was a missionary and looking back on it, I'm like, damn, dude, I can't believe I walked around and knocked on people's doors and tried to like convert <laughs> them, you know, like <laughs> – 
And I would never do that at work just because it's not in my character. And usually I didn't, people didn't know I was Mormon unless I told them, you know, like I, I didn't wear it like on my sleeve, but for my friends that did know that I was Mormon, we were able to talk about it pretty, even at work without too much trouble. Uh, I, I, so maybe, maybe that's just, maybe I'm the exception, but in my case specifically, I actually appreciated them for that because as I got older and I looked back on those conversations that I had with them with more mature eyes. I actually appreciated it because like mm-hmm. I was able to look back and be like, oh my God, he was right. Like, oh, what they were saying made sense. Like as I got older, those memories like actually helped me with my leaving the church because oh. of the way that they treated it and the way that they approached it and were willing to kind of like, well, have you ever thought about it this way? Like so I guess it's kind of the opposite, but it's kind of, I don't know. I, I think in certain contexts there is room for it, but it has to be in a respectful way. It mm-hmm. might also be depending on where you work. Like if you're working with like you, your experience with a few people who are open-minded and can hold a responsible conversation. Sure. Or if you're doing my work where I'm in a room with 80 people yeah, and God knows where they're going. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It might not be. I don't know. That's a pretty good experience. But as far as politics goes, I've never had a good experience uh, speaking to someone about politics that because I'm I'm a moderate and I'm I'm willing to entertain people's ideas to an extent. Like I'll I'll try my best to see it from their perspective, but there's just been too many times where it's like. You didn't vote for Trump and it's just like immediately I'm, you know, on the other end of a very, very long, thick wall that's never going to be breached. Like it's just immediately you're put in a category. Uh, and yeah. and yeah, so you know, as Mashif mentioned, I, I'm I'm from the same town that he currently lives in and I know what he's talking about. And yeah, politics I've it's always been a terrible experience anytime I've ever tried to talk politics. If I didn't agree with what, you know, it, it tended to happen more with the right. I agree with him, but that's, I think that's just more the town that we were from, Mm -hmm. but there's stuff on the left that I definitely don't agree with either. And it's, so it's hard for me to have those conversations because I get put in a box and I just, it's frustrating. So for me personally, I would have to say politics is the bigger beef. I've had more negative experiences talk, trying to talk about politics than I have with religion. So, mm-hmm. and I think Mashif's probably going to say both. This might be one of those ones where he likes trying to fuck with us, <laughs> and he says you shouldn't of do course. either of them. Well, you know, yeah, and I would agree because you shouldn't, and that's why I don't. <laughs> but if I had to choose, I'm going politics, and you you guys both went religion, right? Yes. yes. All right. So if you guys are ready, if you can queue up at. Uh, 335. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll all hit play on go. Ready? One, two, three, go. Thank you, everyone, for your input. And now, to find out which is the biggest beef of the week, it is ah. discussing religion at work. I lose this again. The biggest lose, lose, lose. And it it's could not be a new thing lose <laughs> Now, I know there's plenty of religions out there that that say, you know, you got to go out and you got to save people and you got to bring them into the fold and and you're doing good by them and you believe that you're doing good by them. By all means, do that good. Just don't do it at work. 
Don't do it at other places places of business. Don't do it where you could get someone in trouble, either because you know their religious beliefs don't line up with their employers, and then their employers retaliate. Don't retaliate against customers or businesses don't don't have your beliefs. Just maybe don't shop there if you can avoid it. And by all means, if you want to go out and spread the good word, do it on everyone's free time. Please do not do this shit at work. It's cringy. It's awkward. And it's potentially dangerous. And that's why. Discussing religion at work, you're the biggest beef of the week. All right. You've lost, Jimmy. <laughs> what is the new? show is now mine. <laughs> I know. You can have it. You deserve it. So he said he actually bought a beef sweater. I wanted to bring this up because he made a good point. Uh <laughs> He was shopping around for beef sweaters on Amazon, and this is what started the ads that started showing up all over oh. for him. <laughs> My goodness. Good old cookies and targeted advertising. He's like, damn it, I bought a one one printed beef sweater, and now the entire internet thinks I want these <laughs> gnarly sweaters. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, Jimmy, the data suggests that once you buy one, you're 67% more likely to purchase another one and then become a lifelong consumer of really bad sweaters. Yeah. But that, that can't be true of all stuff though, right? Like this, uh, I think Frost posted this and I thought it was really funny. It says, Dear Amazon, I bought a toilet seat because I needed one. Necessity, not desire. I do not collect them. I am not a toilet seat addict. No matter how tempting your email, your email me, Oh, no matter how temptingly you email me, I'm not going to think, oh, go on then. Just one more toilet seat. I'll treat myself. <laughs> like, it's true, though. There's There are certain things that you shop for and you buy it and then you don't need it anymore. But you still get like ads all over the place being like, hey. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I have that like the XLR right cable I bought for the mic. It's like, oh. do you need some more XLR cables? <laughs> do you need a 50-foot like... XLR cable? <laughs> exactly. Mine is 80s stuff because I'm doing an 80s uh, theme for my best friend's wedding. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be looking at 80s stuff forever now. Yep. And, so, dude, the worst one right now, the worst offender that's really kind of, like, irritating me is Steam. Because oh, I... Yeah. <sighs> There, I'll, I'll, I like peek at a game for a second, whether it's you know some anime, whatever. Like, which I don't have anything against anime, but as you guys know, it's not like my primary like thing. But like, I'll, cl- I'll just click on a game and be like, oh, what's this? And then all of a sudden, for the next two day, two weeks on Steam, it's like showing me nothing but like walls of anime games, and I'm like, no, I have zero desire <laughs> to play any of this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you start clicking through the rabbit hole of anime weeb games, and yeah. now you're stuck. Yep. Well, and some of it's just like curiosity because of how like prevalent it's become. Like I'll look at some of it and be like, what is all this stuff? And then yeah, from that point on I'm boned. All of my all of my feeds are tailored to that stuff now and I gotta like re program it. <laughs> retrain it. Yeah, it's like on YouTube. You watch you watch one ASMR video, and all of a sudden, <laughs> that's all all YouTube thinks you want to watch. Yeah, you must love it. <sighs> did, did somebody say? 
Oh, you want us to get really close to the mic? <laughs> is this what we're doing? Are we, are we all doing this now? Oh, yeah. Sounds podcast. good. <laughs> hey, my cat just walked by. Sammy, do you want to meow into the microphone? <laughs> Come purr for us. <laughs> Come here, kitty. By the way, your black cat is very similar to mine, except yours is much fluffier. Mine's, uh, he's lean. He's got like a skinny tail. Come here. Show the people. Don't knock my cup over. I'll punch you in the dick. Um, (laughs) Abuse. (laughs) I would never. Um, He has knocked my blue cup over. The infamous blue cup has been knocked over multiple times. I should probably just stop using it while I'm streaming, but uh, it's my fault for wanting a big, tall cup. I uh so yeah, R. Kelly's in the news again. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know if you guys heard, but uh apparently uh this documentary just came out. I haven't watched it yet, but uh it's basically exposing him for all the stuff that he had already been accused for and acquitted of in the past. Oh. Uh I guess it's all more and more people have come forward and they made a documentary about how R. Kelly's basically just like makes young women his sex slaves oh boy so yeah the document the documentary came out and then he uh he promptly said i'm gonna sue everybody involved in this documentary so that'll be interesting yeah yeah and awkward you know in case there's stuff that they find Yeah, it's uh, it is definitely something. I I don't know because I've seen a couple of the clips and highlights from it, and it's hard not to. The most famous one, somebody dug up this clip from him in a uh, foreign. Uh oh, did that get stuck? I think it got stuck. I might have to. Uh... <laughs> there we go. Uh, there's a clip from him. Maybe it's in the comments here where he is uh. He's playing a show in a foreign country and he literally starts singing to the audience uh, to, do you have your passport come to America? And he specifically says, hey there girl, hey young girl, do you have your passports come to America? Basically like, it's really creepy and they're like, dude, is this something out of uh, a South Park episode? Like he's not doing him in, himself any favors by like oh, yeah, doing <laughs> And and all the girls in the crowd are just screaming. And it's like, this is really, really creepy. So I don't know. I'm curious to see if there will be any fallout from it or if anything. I mean, I hope by me talking about it here that I don't get sued. Maybe maybe I should shut <laughs> up. R. Kelly, I, I don't know you, but uh, maybe, maybe stay away from girls for a while. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drake should follow the- that advice as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, there was a whole that whole like we wasn't he dating a girl that was like sixteen or seventeen or some shit. Think she was seventeen. Yikes! What is it with R and B singers and like? I don't get it. What was that, James? There's a thing about it was like a 2010 concert of Drake's, and the girl comes off on stage and like says that she's she's seventeen, and then after that he gropes her. And it's like, wait a minute, Drake, what's going on here? Drake, no! Wow, what are you doing? Think of the children. <laughs> oh, he is. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, James. You almost made me spit out my coffee. Or... Bitters or quitters. That's true. Wow. <laughs> I like where this is going. 
So mm. that that uh, I I felt like I had to talk about it because it's like uh, all been all over my news feeds. I don't know why, but yeah. If anyone's wondering why R. Kelly's name keeps popping up everywhere, I think someone in chat was like, "Oh, is that why I saw R. Kelly's name pop up in my porn hub <laughs> top oh. results?" <laughs> Yikes. Anyway. Um, don't diddle kids, everyone out there. This is a PSA to anyone who's thinking about it. Uh, don't do it. You don't, uh, that's really good advice. Yeah. You, you have a, you have a wonderful R and B career ahead of you. Don't diddle kids. Yep. <laughs> that's pretty good advice. <laughs> also, uh, play VR chat. Cause I saw this clip and it made me laugh a lot. I don't know. Oh, if- <laughs> I love this clip. So, uh, I think everyone here should be familiar with VR chat by now, right? I have not yet, mm-hmm. unfortunately, been able to experience VR chat, but it's basically like just a VR world uh, where people it's walk ready around. Ready Player One today. Yeah. No, it. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, there's a lot of funny and also extremely terrifying stuff that happens on VR chat. And this, I thought this was great because you can like, how does it work? You you can import your own like models into the world right Mm -hmm. so you can fully rig and animate all the stuff like in blender or maya and then you take it in a unity and then have it all done there and then import it into the game yeah so people have all these crazy uh custom models and skins and and all kinds of stuff in this virtual world and it gets pretty crazy so i i saw this clip and it made me laugh the clip is called vr chat how a gun speaks (laughs) so How's your day been, buddy? <laughs> uh, pretty alright. <laughs> alright, I don't understand why you're fucking laughing so many hours again. How was your fucking day? <laughs> Can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> the way the barrel jiggles. Mm-hmm. Just as How's he speaks. How's your day buddy? <laughs> It's so good. Oh, I love it. I've Sorry. never done VR chat, but I have definitely heard stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where the whole uh, Ugandan knuckles meme started. They were everywhere. <laughs> Do you <laughs> know the way? Taken over. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, VR chat. It's, it's January. They're supposed to be coming back. Oh, what? No. Oh, you, Ugandan knuckles? That was the idea. Um, I don't know. I, I think, I think it's a cool, I'm, I'm curious to see what's next. I, I hope the day comes where there's just like that thing, the, I mean, VR chat is more of just like a meme chatty kind of like a lot of people fucking around, but there, we haven't seen the flagship VR game yet that like converts everyone. Mm-hmm. No. I haven't I haven't pulled the trigger yet cuz I you know I look at all the games that are for VR and I'm just not convinced yet. But Beat Saber. <laughs> <laughs> I have friends that have that, but it doesn't really like it's I don't think just that one game is going to make me go buy that expensive game. Yeah. It's really expensive. Well, and plus that's like a single player kind of just fun thing to do, but it's not yeah. like an immersive. I I've played Beat Saber and I had a lot of fun with it, but you can only sit there and swing at little light bars for so long. Like I'm talking about like the wow of VR. Like there's, there's, mm-hmm. there's gotta be something that just everyone goes, Oh, mm-hmm. everyone needs to do this. 
like mm-hmm. sword art online or something. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It becomes something you can actually do and everybody can do it and you're transformed completely. Sure. But that's a long way out. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And, it, and it's just, it's too expensive right now. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of entry level ones that you can like use to get in. But I feel like if you s- still keep waiting a couple years, you're going to get like the top tier quality now for like that cheap price. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to have them. Like mm-hmm. the big, the yeah, the biggest thing for me that I was, I've kind of been waiting for the two things I want them to solve. And they're really close. One of them is the mo, uh, well, the mobility problem is one. Uh, there is no full like VR mobility solution where you can walk around there. The yeah. most recent one I've seen is there's these shoes. Uh, and here, I'm, let me see if I can pull them up actually. Uh, this this is pretty promising. I forget what they're called. Maybe it's cyber shoes. This might be it. You yeah, these. So you stand you sit on like this pseudo stool and you so it lets you rotate and walk in every direction. Um and Alex. and it and it has sensors on the bottom. So like here's an example. And so it has little wheels on the bottom to sense like when you're running and stuff, but it also has a directional sensor. Mm-hmm. So like when you turn and run a different direction, your character in the game turns that direction. Mm-hmm. So that, this is getting close. Like I, you're still sitting. So I don't know if the whole chair thing, like it's, it's not fully immersive, but it's definitely a step in the right direction. I think. Mm-hmm. The other one besides the mobility problem is the wires problem. Like it, once it goes completely wireless and I can run around, feel like I'm running around in the 3D space, then like yeah. I, that's probably when I'd pull the trigger. Well, yeah. Jimmy, I got the news for you. The newest one is already wireless. Is it completely wireless power as well? Yes. Yep. How long does the battery last? Oh, heck if I know. I didn't look that deep into it. Couldn't afford it. Because <laughs> if, like if I got a... dollars If I got a... like, well, that's cool. Can't buy it. If I can play it for like three hours and then I got to charge it for an hour before I can use it again, that's not going to cut it. I mean, maybe they'll have like a battery pack or something that you can like... Yeah, work. you just have a, an array of battery cells. Just <laughs> a battery <laughs> vest. That's, that's actually how they simulate like the weight in that's, the VR game. There you go. Uh-huh. That's actually pretty smart. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, a few years from now, when we realized that strapping pounds of lithium ion batteries to your chest actually gave everyone cancer. (laughs) We're all dying now. Less smart. (laughs) But it was so fun. It was was fun while it lasted. Living that not real life was super fun. Yeah. So I don't know. The cyber shoes uh, could could be a thing. It seems like they... They they did a Kickstarter and I think they got uh, um they got Money. I think they got like four hundred times their uh, their goal. Here it is. Let mm-hmm. me see. I want to see what it was. They like f- way surpassed their goal. Where's their? Yeah, because I don't think they're the first. I think the first one I saw similar to it was like. That was actually like you're standing up, but it was more like a little containment thing. So it was like around your hips and like mounted and your shoes had like slotted into the thing. Oh, yeah. 
I, I don't know. I think we'll, we'll see. There will be some creative solutions. Hopefully, eventually. I, I want it to feel like I can just run around without worrying about actually hitting a wall. Mm-hmm. So, it'll solve that issue. Mm-hmm. I love those like clip compilations, like people playing pool in VR. They like lean over. They think there's a like, table there. Uh, yeah, they go to lean on the on the VR table and then just face flat. <laughs> there was a really recent one of a girl who was playing. Um, she was playing like a scary game or something, and she like tried to run, and she like ran right into the mantle like of her fireplace. Oh, wow. it was bad. Like she smacked nice. like head first right into it. So like that that's a problem. Like you can't. If if it's immersive enough, people are gonna get jacked. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but we're close. We're close. Maybe in my lifetime, hopefully, we see some some real VR. Maybe by then, you'll just plug into your brain. You won't even have to move. Uh-huh. Yeah, just hijack those brain waves. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I think the future is going to be weird. You know, a lot of the movies that they came out with, 2020 was when everything happened. Yeah, that's when I get my flying car. Yeah, but it's 2019, so they better hurry this year because there's a lot of stuff we were supposed to get. (laughs) We We already have self-driving cars. True. Um, Blade Runner takes place in 2019, so... There's somebody post like uh, when the new year happened on Reddit, somebody posted a picture of like a bunch of different like crazy outfits from Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. And they're like, just a reminder, this is how we're all supposed to dress this year. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, we're, we're in the future. And some of it has come true. And some of it is crazier than they even could have predicted. Like, I, I don't think any of them f- really foresaw how uh, crazy like – mobile technology was gonna get Mm -hmm. yeah true um i know ender's game was pretty close they had like little tablets and touch screens and virtual desks and stuff like that uh i don't Mm -hmm. know there's it would be it would be crazy to go back in time with like your cell phone and just be like yeah it has this cell phone actually it has this processor has eight gigabytes of ram in it and they're like wait what <laughs> Eight gigs of of RAM, and you're like, yeah. And then you show them like this tiny little chip, and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot this. You guys still have like an entire room for like 120 kilobytes of RAM, don't you? <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, you know, the only thing about that though is you couldn't actually show them any of the cool shit on the phone because there would be no internet. <laughs> That's true. Like your device is so dependent on internet that like if you took it back there, you could show them like apps you have downloaded or whatever, but like you couldn't mm-hmm. show them Google or anything. Get a load like, of this so, wallpaper. Isn't this great? Look so at this. So this is piano tiles. <laughs> <laughs> this is the entertainment of the 21st century right here. <laughs> Even that would be pretty mind blowing or just like, sh- like taking a picture and like putting filters on it and shit. Like the, oh, yeah. the most basic stuff we take for granted, it would just be like, like absolutely sh- mind blowing to them. Showing them Snapchat filters. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's all done in real time with facial tracking technology. I mean, you, you can take that shit even five years ago and people would be That's like, true, what yeah. the yeah. fuck? Like, that'd be mind blowing. Like mm-hmm. a, a lot of a lot of that stuff that requires a pretty decent amount of processing power and memory to do in real time. Like 
Yeah, if just a few years ago, you wouldn't be able to do a lot of that stuff. Very true. It's crazy how fast it's happening. Well, we have reached the end of our show. It has officially been two hours. It never feels like two hours. No, it, it, didn't. it goes by so fast. It was a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Glad for we can have you on. It's wonderful. Um, is there any uh, final words or anything you want to plug? Anything you want to put out there in the universe before we call it a night, Angel? Uh, I only really have uh, this month and next month. Uh, I have a big deal going on the 21st, the first time they're going to be able to get me to eat nasty beans, bean boozled. Bean boozled. Oh, I've done that. I don't oh, do God, that. I only put tasty things in my mouth. Uh, so it's going to be an experience <laughs> to find tasty things. I can't. Some I can't of the flavors. For a while. Yeah, they came today. They're pretty cringy. And mm-hmm. uh, next month is my, my one-year partner anniversary. Ooh. So, yeah. I will be one year on, on Twitch partnered. So pretty excited about that. Are you doing anything special for that? Any incentives or giveaways or anything like that? I'm going to do a 12 hour stream and tons of incentives and fun. And, and I'll be advertising that on Twitter and, and discord and stuff. Awesome. Yeah. So mm-hmm. make sure everyone that you go to twitch.tv forward slash naked angel, uh, not sp- naked angle, not naked angle, not angle. <laughs> spelled, ex- <laughs> spelled exactly how it sounds all one word. And uh, I think you can find all your other links there, right? To like your discord and Twitch and yes. And yeah. Instagram and all that stuff. It's all mm-hmm. on the page. Yeah. Cool, yeah. So just go there and you can go follow her on all the things and look forward to her uh, one-year anniversary coming up. She told us about one of the incentives. I don't know if she wants me to uh, – maybe I won't say because – That's actually um, – okay, so that's that's this month on the 21st. Oh. I'm doing a co-stream. Mm. I don't mind telling them. Um, I'm doing a multi-stream to try to get my friend and moderator Nico from Norway to here to spend two weeks. So we'll be able to stream together, go to a rock concert, maybe even Disney. The catch is – the community incentives will be the beans, which we're both dreading. Right. Um, mm-hmm. If we actually do uh, complete the goal, I'm going to paint her face while she's here. But if we do the stretch goal, it will be my first time being on stream uh, using a face cam. What? You heard it here, folks. If you get that stretch goal, Naked Angel will turn on the camera. <laughs> that is, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, mm-hmm. scary and exciting. We'll be drinking. So. <laughs> <laughs> By then, you'll have the liquid courage to uh, flip the switch. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have from we'll now until here. then to get, get ready for that. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Very cool. Yeah, thank you. All right, well, yeah, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule, your your busy stream schedule to stop by and hang out with us nerds for a couple hours. And, uh, you know, hopefully someday in the future you'd consider coming back on the show. I'd love to be back. And thank you so much for having me. And nerds are sexy. So, <laughs> and James, anything uh, anything you want to plug? You still doing those YouTube videos? I'm going to try. I have a lot of stuff this week. I'm going to be busy nine to three for the next three days getting certified so I can help low-income families do their income taxes. Oh, that's cool. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, James is finishing school so he can be my full-time accountant when I become famous. Oh, I need one of those, too. While everyone else is like, username, Twitch streamer, I'll be like, James, CPA. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, an official title. Yeah. (laughs) He he, uh, had a plan at one point to do... um, be a uh, accountant for and specifically target Twitch streamers who don't know shit about taxes because a lot of them don't. <laughs> you know, Most I smell a don't. name change coming up, James. Maybe you should be James CPA. <laughs> you got it. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you should just change your name to Tax Dad Ass. Oh my gosh, that's, <laughs> that's perfect. That's the end game goal right there. <laughs> All right, uh, we we started a new tradition here, Angel. Uh, when we uh, end the podcast, to raid a streamer of your choice. So, is there anyone out there that oh. would be fun for us to go raid and check out? Well, let me look. I wasn't expecting that. I know it's a surprise. <laughs> surprise. Um, let's see. I know someone who's super hype and super sweet. Uh, yeah, metal Shoutcaster. I can give it to you. Perfect. And this one? Yeah. Just send me the uh, screen name and I'll copy pasta. Vanderforge. Did I say that right? Yes, sir. Sweet. All right. We're going to go raid Vanderforge. Thank you, everyone out there in the audience, for being here. Uh, we will be back next Wednesday uh, with a friend of James. Uh, oh yes. What's uh What's his full Twitch name? Well, do you want the full edgy version or the one he actually uses? <laughs> Either one. <laughs> In which case, he is XX Painless Death XX, or painless just Painless. Death. Yeah, Painless. That's right. He's primarily a League streamer, right? Yes. Yeah, so definitely come back next week, Wednesday, 6 p.m., for another episode of Hit the Bucket with uh, James's friend, Painless. And uh, we're going we're gonna to drop a little raid on Naked Angel's friend, Vanderforge. So have a good night, everyone, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see you soon. Good night. Have a good night, everybody. Ooh.